Hey everybody, the bonus episode that you're about to listen to is from a show that I hosted for a few months called the Newbie Photographer Podcast. And interestingly enough, the principles that are especially important for new photographers are honestly just about as important for established photographers who've been in the business for 10 or 20 years. And so on that note, whether you need a refresher, a reminder, or just an encouragement to continue to apply these principles more consistently in your business, I hope you'll find value in this episode. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get on to the show. Oh, <laughs> we, are, we are live. Somehow I didn't get the notification that we're live. Well, hello, everybody. Happy, it is Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. I'm just kind of lost altogether today. So much going on. It's good to have you all back, whether you're watching live or you're listening to the audio version of this. Um, thanks so much for listening to the Newbie Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holritz. And for those of you that are live streaming today, don't be shy. Make sure that you chime in, ask questions, comment, join us in the conversation uh, today as I introduce a new guest uh, here in just a second. For those of you that are listening to the audio after the fact, of course, make sure to follow us as well um, on Instagram, Newbie Podcast, and you can keep up to date with the upcoming live streams and uh, come join us, be part of the conversation. We'd love to have you here. On that note, I do want to introduce a brand new guest. Krista Marie is here with me today. Thank you, Krista, for making time for, well, for everything, but certainly to do this show, to have this conversation with me. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Well, and we're going to actually get into, you know, I, I was a little apprehensive about the, the title for this episode because I know it would be very easy for photographers, whether new or, or established photographers, to see the title. And, and just for anybody who may not have actually seen the title, we're talking about the significance of relationships, that relationships can't be forgotten in our marketing efforts. Some photographers might see that and they'll be like, oh, well, of course, of course that's the case. And they I just <laughs> shrug their shoulders and move on. Yeah, yeah. But I... I we're, of course, going to dig into this and give a little bit more context to it. The reality, I, I think, still, and in fact, even more so now, it's interesting. One, relationships really largely carry businesses, especially sole proprietor photography businesses. And there's a concern that I've had, and certainly that I've noticed, that photographers, as they get used to and more comfortable with social media, it's really easy to just be right here and not actually make the effort to get out and develop relationships. So I think this is a really yeah. important conversation. Yes. And that's actually, that was why I was so excited to talk about it today, because I started my business before social media with this importance. And then it kind of died off as social media took off. And I'm realizing now the effects that that's made. So yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Well, and it is interesting. There's, you know, I've mentioned this probably on this podcast, certainly on my other podcast, the Boca podcasts, uh, that I, one of the things I notice even our local photography community is this apprehension about even taking 15 or 20 minutes and getting out and making the time to go have coffee with a local group of photographers, literally complaining about it. I'm like, it's 15 minutes. Get in the car, you drive, you listen to a nice podcast, an audiobook. you get down, you have some coffee, maybe some lunch, you get to hang out with really cool people, encourage each other, support each other, learn. Is it really that much of an ask to consider actually yeah. making a little bit of an effort to get out and develop relationships? And to be clear, there's nothing wrong with this thing. It's so powerful. We can use our phones and social media for so many different things. I know we'll talk about that a little bit, but at the end of the day, relationships that we develop in person, looking at somebody, having a conversation, empathizing with them, supporting them, we need that as human beings. And certainly our businesses do yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, and that's like, 
one of the things that I'm really excited to talk about today is reframing the way that we're thinking about these relationships. Because I think a lot of times we're we're so used to quick wins or the efforts that we're putting in our marketing immediately producing these big results. And we're mm. forgetting there could be someone that you connect with and network with and meet that could bring in so many clients for you down the road. But because it's not this immediate win, we tend to discredit this type of marketing. And so that's yeah. one of the things that I'm like really passionate about talking, especially new photographers is like when, like I said, when I started, I didn't have an option. I had to get out there and do that. But I think that is definitely not the case now. And we are relying so much on people coming to us, people finding us. And we've lost some of that spark of what it really can bring into your business. It's true. It's true. And I know the, the other thing that could happen, I imagine, too, people are listening. They're like, oh, Nate, Nate's been in the photography industry for 20 years. He's like the old guy and he's he sounds like the old guy. He's you know giving a hard time to this notion of using social media and being in our phones and really the, the opposite is true. I'm in, literally getting ready to launch a brand that centers around a mobile interface. So it has nothing to do with that. I just also, kind of like you were talking about, Krista, have run a photography business in the context of a world where social media wasn't as prominent yet. And I realized the significance of those relationships. And um, I, I hate for anybody to miss out that on, on those relationships personally, first of all, but then certainly for the sake of their business. And there's so much value there. So, yeah, yeah we're going to dig into that. Um, it's Sharonda is chiming in from YouTube. Thanks, Sharonda. She says hello from Dallas. Hope all is well with you today. Same to you, Sharonda. And for the rest of you that are live streaming, don't be shy. I see you there. Say something, say hello, <laughs> comment, ask some questions uh, as we get into the conversation here. I know we've got a limited amount of time, Krista. So I, very quickly, I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to introduce yourself and your brand, if you will. Yeah, so I am Krista Marie. I have a photography business, Krista Marie Photography. I launched it back in 2010 when I was still in college. Had no idea what I was doing, had no idea what I was doing with my life, but decided to start a photography business. Um, so I have been shooting mostly weddings and brand photography for the last 13 years. Um, in the middle of that, I launched my business when I was living in Florida, going to school, and then about four years in, moved to California, five years in, moved to California. So had to completely start over, start from the ground up, build a new market, build my photography business again in a very different climate, not just weather-wise, but like just climate in general in California. Um, so yeah, that's brought me into where I am today, and I've spent... In 2020, obviously, I think a lot of photographers, we kind of reevaluated a lot of things. I realized how passionate I was about actually helping other photographers grow businesses. So that's when I actually decided to launch my own podcast and also do more one-on-one -on -one coaching for, um, for other photographers to help them through these first, really the first two to five years, I feel like. And Nathan and I were actually talking before this, a lot of the concepts that I teach with new photographers are actually very relevant to people who are growing businesses yep. many years down the road. Um, so but true. they tend to be things that really stick with people in those first few years that really help to move the needle forward. Yeah. It's, it's so easy to think that, you know, whatever we have right now, whether it's technology or otherwise, like that is the thing that we should kind of obsess over and focus on and use. And the old stuff is the old stuff. And the reality is, I mean, in life, certainly in business, 80, 90% of what does the heavy lifting for us are just what some people might write off as, oh, that's just basic. That's just, I've heard that before, mm -hmm. but it's those principles that do much of the heavy, in fact, most of the heavy lifting for the sake of our life and certainly our business. And we, we can't write those off. Uh, I think it's really important. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're coming to this conversation. And by the way, for anybody who is live streaming, uh, or actually, if, even if you're not live streaming for that matter, um, I'm going to pull up Krista's website here. We'll jump first to her photography website. If you go to Krista Marie, M-A-R-I-E Lynch, L-Y-N-C-H.com, 
and then uh, Krista.Marie.Photography on Instagram. And then her coaching site, if you go to HeyKristaMarie.com and uh, the same thing on Instagram. Of course, we'll link to all of these in the show notes at NewbiePodcast.com. Make sure to go follow and also see Krista's work there. Sue says hello from Sun Valley. Sue, you're so consistent showing up in these conversations. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you coming back. Sharana and Sue both actually have, have become kind of regulars for us. And I love that. <laughs> I still see the rest of you live streaming there. Don't be shy. Say hello, comment, and uh, do ask questions. So Krista, I kind of gave this away already, but this is a series that, that we've been doing called I Wish I Knew. And what yeah. the, the premise really of the conversation is, Krista, you've been in business now for 12 years or so. What was the big idea or principle that you wish you knew the significance of when you first started your business? And what would that big idea be? Yeah. So, and I know we've already touched on it, but I think I really took for granted, but when I first launched and there wasn't Pinterest, there wasn't Instagram, like there was Facebook, but people weren't really using it in a business sense. And I think that I discredited that a lot. And so when social media came along, I thought, oh, what a great way for me to instantly connect with people and be able to grow my business. And I think that there was a time and place where when it was kind of in its newer stages, it was really easy to connect, but as time has gone on, um, we're still kind of relying on it to do a lot of the heavy lifting in our business. And we have lost touch with a lot of the other out-of-the-box ways that we can actually grow a sustainable business. I think that Instagram is great. I think that social media is great. I think that it has a purpose. And I think that having a presence online and having people to be able to connect with you and get to know you and all of that is amazing. Um, it's a it's a mini part of your website and people can get to know your personality. But I think we've relied on it so much to do a lot of the work. And we've kind of backed off from some of these other things, relationship building things that will actually help us move the needle forward in the long run in our business. And that's, yeah, again, that's a really great reminder. And, and I'm, I'm curious, how long did it take you, I guess, getting into business and running your business to realize, okay, I, I can't miss out on that basic principle, the significance of relationships. I realize I do have all these wonderful tools. We certainly need to leverage them, but I can't miss out on the opportunity to develop those relationships. What, where was kind of the turning point for you? Yeah, I feel like I've had a couple of turning points. Like I feel like before COVID hit, I was really trying, especially once I left my full-time job, I think that was point number one in my life when I realized I needed to connect with more people in the industry because I, was now working from home all the time. So when I left my full-time job, I think that was one reminder of, oh yeah, I really need to be like out and seeing people because I'm not seeing people on a day-to-day -day basis to be able to share about my business and what's going on. Yeah. So I think that was point number one. But then point number two is when I, I felt really burnt out from my whole marketing strategy was Instagram. It was like, I'm, I'm posting, I'm doing all the things, I'm sharing the reels, I'm sharing all this stuff. And it was like, I had this big launch and I put all of my effort into Instagram. And then, you know, like most launches, you have some that are great and you have some that aren't so great. And mm -hmm. so it was that realization of, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not doing anything else to connect with people in my community to actually do these things to move the needle forward. And it's when I made that switch that not only did it actually start moving the needle forward faster, but it also just felt so much more fulfilling because I was mm -hmm. actually connecting and building relationships with people. That's good. That's good. Well, again, that reminder is so important. And you know, it's, you talk about Instagram, how the results can vary from instance to instance, depending on what it is that we're trying to do. And certainly over time as the algorithm changes, the platform, their goals change. And it's, it's really interesting to consider that at the end of the day, while these platforms might change and shift, 
we as individuals still have the ability to go out the same way that we have for millennia at this point mm -hmm. and go develop relationships individually with people. Nobody, nobody's taking that away from us. We can actually, if we want to use the word control, we can actually control that experience versus a platform that we don't ultimately have control over. And again, it's not that we shouldn't use those platforms, but right. it should be both and right. And, and that's kind of yeah. the point of the conversation for today. Andres says, hello from San Antonio. It's great to see you here again, Andres. We missed having you on. And I uh, appreciate you chiming in. And again, for those of you that are live streaming, don't be shy, comment, ask questions, share your experience as it relates to this topic. And on that note, actually, Krista, let's go ahead and just jump into kind of practical application here. I know this is a shorter form podcast with Newbie, but let's get right to it. What are a few principles? You mentioned to me that you've got kind of four main ideas that you applied to your business as it relates to making sure that you do prioritize relationships for the sake of growth. What, what are those? Yeah, and I'm actually going to start with the one I was going to talk about last was mindset, but I actually want to talk about that first, because I think it's so crucial for us to really reframe like you were just mentioning, Nathan, I think that there's a time and place for Instagram and social media marketing and a time and place for in person building connections. And it's really reframing our brain to remember that these connections that you're making with people are ultimately, even if they don't produ produce big results right now, they're going to be the relationships that you continue to build and you're going to get referrals. Like even just from a business side, you're, it's going to produce more for you in the longer, but even just on a human to human connection, you're going to have so much more joy as you build your business when you're actually making genuine connections with people yeah. and being around people that are, you know, also growing a business. And like, it's just, it, it's so different when you take that relationship offline and you actually start to build it. So I think, but we have to first reframe our brain of how we think of the efforts that we're putting in. It doesn't have to immediately produce results. Um, it's more so just retraining that like, I'm doing this because I know that this is going to be more sustainable and this is going to actually benefit me in the long run. So that's kind of, I think the first point that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Kind of uh, resetting our minds, well, resetting our mindset, actually mm -hmm. establishing a mindset, which is more intentional about Again, both and we're not talking about getting rid of social media, but, but being more, even more intentional about getting out and developing not just relationships, but I love the word that you used genuine. And this is something I've spent some time harping on as well on both on this podcast, as well as my other, it's, it's very easy in business to kind of play the game, right? Like you can show up with a smile on and have the conversation and do the small talk thing and get through a meeting and move on and not actually throw yourself into it. And it's very obvious, as much as we think that we're fooling the per person on the other side of that conversation, people are not idiots. They can read the fact that you're faking it. And yeah. I, I just think that that is something that we should all keep in mind. Like, think about what it's like to be on the other side of somebody who yeah. is like locking eyes with you, asking interesting questions, asking interesting follow-up questions because they actually care. They want to know more about what you're talking about. And they're truly present and engaged. The, being on the other side of somebody that's like that versus frankly, what is typical, which is just kind of surface level, half-assed efforts. It's, it's just night and day difference. And when we're thinking about creating a great customer experience, what do you think the client's going to appreciate more? Uh, I think we just need to actually put that genuine effort and interest and intensity in, into that relationship. It's going to make all the difference in the world. Yeah. And I'm really glad you mentioned that because today I'm going to be going through tips of things you can actually practically do. And I will be talking about the business side of it, of how it's actually going to help you grow. But really the underlying thing here is the intention behind it because, and mm. it's just like what you were just talking about is that you can do all of these things to grow a business, but 
if your intention isn't actually to serve and connect with people, it's the same yeah. thing, like you mentioned, whether it's clients or vendors, people can tell if you're just trying to sell them something or you're just looking to get something in return. But when you approach the things that we're going to talk about in a service-based level of how can I actually serve this person, mm -hmm. it just, that's when I feel like everything really changes. John, uh, it's on Facebook, John Mansfield. Shout out, John. He says, Krista, happy I John! caught this live. And, and then he followed it up with a great point. He said, yes, people have great BS radar these days. Authenticity is a game changer. <laughs> yeah, and you know, what's unfortunate, and thanks, John, for chiming in. It's, it's such a great point. What's unfortunate, that word authenticity is a word that is thrown around like candy. I mean, people just love yeah. to, to throw out conversation and about that particular topic. And the irony, unfortunately, is that they're not actually living it most of the time. Mm -hmm. And they may not even be like fully conscious of the fact that they're not actually living it most of the time, right? Because it's easy to be in that kind of, almost automatic state, robotic state, where you go into conversation, you just kind of do the thing and you move on. Uh, yeah. But I love that word intention. In fact, even in the last month or two in my life, personally, I've really been taking that notion to heart. And I've also seen the results of intention. We just did a conference, the newbie photographer conference and the intention that we put into it. I mean, you got to follow up intention with intelligent behavior as well, but the intention that we put into creating something that was unique for the industry on multiple levels we literally got that very feedback from the attendees and it was so fulfilling, but that would not yeah. have happened unless we had led with intention. And that, again, right. it's, a, it's a big principle that carries across all platforms, all types of businesses, new and established photographers. It's super important. So I, I love that you emphasize that. Okay, so number one, we're starting with kind of reframing our mindset. Uh, we're hitting the yeah. reset button on our mindset and really making sure that we're get, that we're leading with intention when it comes to developing genuine relationships with uh, both clients, potential clients, vendors in our industry and so forth that are going to help us be able to build our business. Yeah. Yeah, cool. so that's kind of first and foremost. And I think the the next thing is really and again kind of taking on this approach of how can we proactively get out and actually start to build intentional connections with people. And so first thing, providing value to vendors. So Maybe you're a wedding photographer, maybe you're a portrait photographer, whatever it is that you might do, there are going to be people in your industry that you could potentially work with, partner with, collaborate with. And so really figuring out how can I approach this relationship in a way where I am providing value and service to them, like real tangible value and service. And so some of the things that I talk about with my one-on-one -on -one clients who are photographers is, you know, can you go out and can you create really customized pricing guides? Like maybe you have planners or people that you work with who really know their ideal clients and what they're looking for. Can you partner with them to make their job easier, to make their client experience better and like provide a service to them in a way that maybe other people aren't providing? Or can you offer, maybe you're, you know, wanting to build a relationship and you can offer like headshots or branding photos to someone that you really would love to connect and partner with. Um, maybe you want to, you know, feature a blog post about someone that you have either worked with or would love to work with and you want to do a whole blog post feature on them that you can share with them that they can send to their clients and kind of build their credibility. There's so many things that we can do to provide value that don't really cost a lot of money on our end. But it's just, again, that intentional time and energy to actually go out there and proactively make those connections with people. And in order to, and you mentioned a couple of things there, custom pricing guides, custom content that, that they can use for the sake of marketing their business. But in order to, to kind of to build that list for yourself, whatever your business model, whatever market you may be in, I, this may seem like an obvious question, but I, I'm assuming that, that you're going to encourage photographers to go out and have conversations with yeah. those individuals to find out what's actually valuable to them. Because exactly. I know as photographers, it's very easy to kind of be blinders on and just think like a photographer in the photography industry, working in our market, 
and assume that other people think a particular way, we really don't get to know somebody and what it is they actually want or need without conversation and just asking the question, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that's exactly what I do is like for these custom pricing guides, for example, get offer, like get on the phone, have a pre-list of all the questions of what you need. And you'll actually be really surprised because you'll notice not all vendors work with people in the same capacity. So you really can create something that is unique and custom for them and how they work with their clients. But yeah, it's exactly that. It's getting intentional about what information do I need ahead of time to really make this valuable for you? Get them on the phone, really understand what it is that you can provide that'll be of service to them. Yeah, and then be able to build it out and grow from there. Okay, cool. So number one, a shift in mindset, uh, <laughs> remembering the importance ultimately of developing genuine relationships. Number two, consider how we can add value to the relationships. And by the way, when we say relationships, are, and maybe you're going to talk about this, but what relationships are you are you thinking about here? Like as a wedding photographer, for example, I know that it was important to me to develop relationships with the coordinators or the florists, mm -hmm. some of the other wedding industry vendors, because naturally those were relationships that could lead to mutual benefit, right? But when yeah. you're talking about re these relationships, who do you have in mind? Just as a side note. Yeah, especially for wedding photographers, it's likely going to be planners. Um, it'll likely also be florists. It's going to be the people that you find that you work with a lot. But also, I have a client who also just like moved to a brand new state. And so for her, it's really just getting out there and getting to know the people in the industry. So like, depending on your situation, if there are people that you want to work with, if there are people you've aspired to work with, if there are people you want to work with more that you've worked with in the past, like really just kind of getting, um, yeah, getting information around like, who is it that I want to work with? Or again, what's the reason why I'm going and building this? Is it because I just want to get to know people in this new market um, and figuring out what that situation looks like for you? There's that intention again, right? Yeah. Okay, so take us to number three that I'm, I'm actively taking notes. I hope those of you listening in are doing so in some form or fashion. Go ahead, Krista. Yeah, and this is actually what you touched on earlier about building relationships with other photographers. I think that we sometimes get in our own head about the competition and you know everyone around us. And there are specific groups out there, right? Like that you can meet up, like meetups or um, live events that you can go and meet other photographers. But we often get in our own heads about how it's not going to be helpful or we're really awkward and we don't want to go to these things. And so I've also, there are a lot of photographers who want to get into maybe shooting more. And so they, they want to offer like second shooting, but something I hear all the time is, oh, well, you know, no one really is looking for a second shooter or they're going and they're introducing themselves to another photographer for the sole purpose of being like, if you ever need a second shooter, mm -hmm. I'm here. And again, it's like the intention behind, like, are you, are you actually trying to build relationships with this person right. or are you trying to just book second shooting opportunities? And it's totally fine if that's kind of your underlying attention, but how can you build more genuine relationships with them? Maybe there's a photography event that you can offer to take photos for, and then that'll be a really easy way for you to connect and network with other photographers because you'll be there, you'll have your camera, you can walk up to them, you know, get to know them a little bit. Um, and just, again, kind of switching the, um, the, I keep using the word intention, but switching the, you know, or your mindset. purpose from, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. mindset from, okay, I'm going to go to this event, not just for the sake of trying to find second shooting opportunities, but just for the sake of getting to know people in my industry and building those relationships. I have so many clients who have like, have, who have gotten so many second shooting jobs from other photographers. Um, and it may only be a handful of people because they built really great connections and relationships with them. It makes all the difference in the world. And you, you talked about the fact that it's okay to ultimately have the intention of 
building a working relationship that brings business. And, and there's truly nothing wrong with that. But to your earlier point, leading with that intention, which is I want to develop a genuine relationship is, is so important. And then maybe even following that up with, well, in fact, you, you said this very thing, which is, hey, I, in fact, you can even be honest with this person and say, hey, I really want to work with you. I know that you've mm -hmm. got this incredible reputation in, in, in the local marketplace and I'd love the opportunity to work with you. But it's really important to me that I develop a real genuine relationship with the people that I do work with. I'm probably not going to work with a ton of people and I really want to develop great relationships with the people I do work with. And one of the ways that I do that is to figure out how I can add value to your life personally or to your yeah. business. And you know, doing that type of thing, leading with that honesty, but then simultaneously, the the significance of adding value to their life, I think, is is really really a good balance. We I had a relationship with a coordinator here in Chattanooga who brought us thousands and thousands of dollars worth of business over the years, and we didn't have to have relationships with ten coordinators to get the amount of business right. that we did. It was really investing in that one that particular relationship that just it was insane the amount of business. I mean, we had such a great relationship. She'd literally bring the clients to our office, say, "Hey, Nate, I think I've got a great client for you." She'd bring the clients to the office sit down on, on the couch over here, like across from me and sell my photography business to wow. the clients that were, and I didn't have to do anything. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just watching. I'm just listening. And Taylor's going on and on and on. She was awesome for that. But that was the I kind of relationship that. we had, right? But simultaneously, my business partner at the time was also photographing family portraits and, and baby pictures and that kind of thing for her family as a way to mm -hmm. add value. And that, that again, there's, there's kind of mutual benefit in that process. And there was real investment in that relationship and it certainly paid off, but it also didn't yeah. feel really like grimy and schemy and that wasn't fake the and only all that. reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we can, we can, it can be both. And, um, coming mm -hmm. back to your point though, about building relationship with the photographers. Yeah. There, there's probably still some apprehension from maybe more so old school photographers, but photographers in general about the competition element. And I, I get that. Yeah. I think a lot more of it revolves around something you also mentioned, which is that insecurity factor, right? That people are like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert or I'm just not comfortable going out and, and being around people. And I don't know what, what's going to actually come of this. And just simply making the effort, taking the first step or two or three steps. I promise everybody listening in, I'll give you your money back if, if this doesn't turn out uh, <laughs> well, but I promise that just making, taking those few steps and beginning to invest in those relationships, even if it's something as simple as a coffee shop meeting or you know, going to lunch, and beginning to have these conversations, it truly will pay off. If for no other reason than you, you can, you've got your peers that, that can support you. You can support each other and help each other and give advice and encouragement through the process of running a photography business. And it's super valuable and super enjoyable. Yeah. And I think it, it really makes a big difference because I'm also an introvert, but it really makes a big difference when you realize that you're coming into this conversation, not to sell yourself. I think that's when we feel really awkward. It's like, oh, I don't want to have to go Great introduce point. myself and talk about my business. And like, that's awkward. Like a lot of us feel awkward doing that. But when you shift it to like, I just want to learn, like, I want to learn more about this person. Like, tell me about mm -hmm. your journey. Tell me mm -hmm. about all, you know, all like it becomes so much less awkward and so much more organic feeling when we can approach it from that angle instead. It is absolutely brilliant. I'm so glad that you made that point. In fact, for anybody listening and watching, if you don't take anything away from this conversation today, keep that point in mind because it's so right though, Krista. And I'm guilty of this a million times over in my life where I'm so focused on myself. By the way, introversion in many cases is really just kind of a focus inward, right? The moment mm -hmm. that we shift that focus to service or just in general, interest or uh, curiosity, genuine curiosity in the other person. And then that ideally will then lead to service of some kind, making their life better in some way or their business better in some way. The moment we turn our, our attention to 
the other person. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, we kind of lose sight of this obsession that we have over our various anxieties. And now this experience becomes a lot more enjoyable. If we're constantly obsessed over how we feel about something, that's going to get in the way of these potential relationships that could really truly make a massive difference in our business in one form or another. So yeah, that's a, that's a huge, huge principle. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to that fourth point here as we're finishing up. And we started with the importance of just kind of reframing this conversation around relationship, shifting the mindset a little bit. Number two, look for opportunities to add value and creatively so, especially through conversation, getting to know the individuals that you want to work with so that you know what their needs, desires are for the sake of being able to add value to their to their lives, to their business, and ultimately to their relationship. Number three, the significance of building relationships with photographers, and that really can't be said enough. What's number four? Yeah, number four is getting out into your community. So I think this is, again, kind of proactively going out there and putting yourself in front of where your clients are. So again, going back to this client that I just um, referenced, who's moved to a brand new state, she's kind of starting all over again. This is something that I did when I moved. Are there collaborations or relationships that you can build with businesses, organizations, people inside of your community where your ideal clients are, especially if you're starting from the ground up? This can be such a great way because you're not relying on people coming to you, people finding you. Are there value adds that you can go out there and put yourself out into your community? So maybe you can work with a business where a lot of your ideal clients shop. Maybe it's like a cute store. You know, a lot of people are there. Maybe you can partner with them to do like a customer appreciation event and you can go and you can photograph it and you can send people some pictures. Like if, again, kind of going back to this idea, it will eventually help you grow more business, get more eyes on your work, get more people introduced into your network in your circle, but also again, focusing on creating these genuine relationships, which is again, the thing that you're not just going to do one event with them. Maybe one event turns into two events, turns into multiple events. And so it's again, just like going out there and really being proactive about the things that you're um, bringing into your business. And can you give just a tangible example of one way that you did that as, because wedding photography has been your primary focus. Is that right? Or is it a combination of yeah. wedding and portrait both? Wedding and branding, so okay. kind of a little bit of both. Um, but I think even uh, like even if it's not a collaboration, like for for weddings, for example, you could offer to like there's likely a bridal store, there's likely a store that you could partner with. Maybe you have like a sip and like search kind of day where like they come, they can get some photos, they can like look through the bridal dresses, like whatever it is. I think you can like really get creative of ways to get out there. This can also just be kind of getting out into the community. Maybe there's like wedding fairs, maybe there's events, you know, if mm -hmm. there's a, um, I'm trying to think that every Sunday there's like local the markets, far, like a, like a farmer's market or a local market yeah. where you can get out there, you know, like there's so many different ways that I think you can get creative, um, in just starting to get your name out there. And honestly, sometimes the biggest benefit of this is just getting comfortable like getting out into the community. Mm. Like, again, sometimes you may not even get a lot from this, but it's really just getting comfortable of getting out there and introducing yourself, putting yourself out there and seeing kind of where these relationships build. But I think just that proactiveness of how can I put myself into the places where my ideal clients will be so that I can not just rely on them having to find me online. Yeah, that's, and I love that you finished with that because immediately when you set on thinking reactive state, right? It's really easy to kind of, Maybe we do a little work on social media and our website, and then we kind of sit back and wait. And the reality is that's only going to take us so far. We have to actually be willing to get out, to, to be proactive. Um, and I also love that you use that word, proactive in nature and the work that we do. And that certainly is highly applicable when it comes to developing real relationships. But this has been good. And I know to some photographers, again, it'd be very easy to, to write the topic off. They're like, oh, relationships, I get it. Yeah, they're important. 
But the question I would have for everybody here is, are you doing every single one of these things that we just discussed? Because I would venture that a lot of photographers aren't, or at least not consistently doing all of these things. And the reality is there is massive value, not only to your personal life, but ultimately to your business um, as a result of making these efforts. So I appreciate you bringing this conversation here, Krista. I know it's also a pretty loaded topic. We had limited amount of time. You offer some coaching services. You mentioned that earlier. Will you just give a little bit more context to that? Yeah. So I do coaching mostly for photographers, but also for creative business owners, again, in the first few years of business. A lot of the things that I help them overcome is goal, goal setting tends to be a big one. We have really big goals as we start our business. So figuring out how can we take these big goals that we set for ourselves, break them into tangible tasks and actually make sure that we're working on them actively, um, not overwhelming ourselves, not burning out because we're trying to do everything at the exact same time. Um, so that tends to be a big one. Another one is also just starting to figure out some of my clients have just recently transitioned from, you know, maybe you're further along in your business and you want to go full time and figuring out how to start making those adjustments into whether you're planning to go full time or you just went full time. It's a very big transition. So really just helping them prep or set up, um, structures and things in place to make sure that they're set up for that sustainable growth so that they don't immediately try and like build this business in six months to be this big thing, right? Like all these unrealistic expectations and actually yeah. make sure they're set up for success. That's good. Um, how can photographers learn more? As you were talking, I did pull up your website just briefly. I'll, I'll pop that back up again. I mentioned this earlier. HeyKristaMarie.com. And of course, anybody listening in, you can check out the podcast that way. Learn more about the services that Krista offers. But um, I, I think you mentioned a URL before we got started today as well. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. So if you go to HeyKristaMarie.com forward slash profit plan, um, I actually have a workshop that's completely free and it's called Planning for Profit. And inside of it, we're really diving deep. If this was interesting for you today, we dive, dive deep into the mindset, the business and the money mindset that you need to kind of really create a thriving business. Um, some of the financial strategies that you need to help put some of those pieces in place. And then some of the business strategies and marketing and process things um, that you want to think about too. So that's completely free. HeyKristenRee.com slash profit plan. I'd love to have you join. Cool. Yeah. And I've got that there on screen for anybody who is with us on the live stream. Hey, Christamarie.com forward slash profit plan. Of course, we'll link to this in the show notes as well. And, and it's good that you're spending some time focusing on what it means to actually make a profit. I know when I started my photography business and for so long, I was so naive when it came to numbers. I, I didn't have a lot of money growing up. And so like when I started getting these big checks, I'm like, oh, this is really exciting. Yeah. And then I didn't really know what to do with them after that. And that really totally. came back to bite me, unfortunately. So that would be the one thing, in fact, that I would say of all the things, uh, the, the lessons, I guess, learned in business over the years is learn to pay attention to the numbers financially, mm -hmm. certainly um, data as well, analytics and so forth. But certainly the, the financial piece of it is just something that there's I don't think enough education on in our industry. No. And I love that you're focusing some time and effort and energy on that when it comes to coaching your clients. So for those of you listening in again, once uh, once uh, you well, actually, once we push this episode out officially, um, you, you can check out the links to all of these resources in the show notes and uh, make sure that you go reach out to Krista. If you're not following already, make sure you do that as well. Krista, I really appreciate you making time for all of us today. This has been really great. Yes, thank you so much. 